You're listening to the I Hate Numbers podcast with Mahmood Reza. The I Hate Numbers podcast mission is to help your business survive and thrive by you better understanding and connecting with your numbers. Number loving care is what it's about. Tune in every week. Now here's your host, Mahmood Reza. Getting paid on time is the topic of this week's I Hate Numbers podcast. This week's show, I'm going to talk about why getting paid on time is such a big deal, makes such a positive difference for your business and for yourself. I'll give you a three-step framework about how we approach getting paid on time. If you want to dive deeper, learn more about getting paid on time, then check out the website, check out our guides on www.proactiveresolutions.com and you'll find lots of cool free stuff for you to use. Getting paid on time in your business is a big deal. Why is it a big deal? Ultimately, cash is the one commodity that guarantees your business will be here this week, next week and the week after. Cash is the commodity that makes sure that you can survive and thrive and grow. Without cash flowing through your business, then your business will not be able to sustain itself and you might as well close the lights on the way out of the building. Ultimately, it's your customers that pay for your business. They reimburse you for the costs of running your business. They add and reimburse you and compensate you by way of profit. And they also contribute to you rewarding yourself. Ultimately, the main cash flow should and does come from your customers. Cash is the lifeblood of your business. And without cash, your business will not survive let alone prosper. Ultimately, customers generate the cash for your business to survive and thrive. So that's a big deal. In your business, you will have commitments that you've got to pay for. You'll have utility bills. You'll have operating costs. You'll have the cost of your staff team, freelancers that you're using, bank loans to service. You will have overheads to pay out for. You've got to pay yourself. You'll have lots of demands on your bank balance. That cash should come from your customers. It may, in a short term, have to come from borrowings, monies that you've built up. Any delays from your customers paying their bills has a negative impact on your ability to pay the bills and the cash that you've got to honour. That horrible feeling that we get when we don't have enough funds, we don't have enough cash to pay our obligations is not a very good one. There are three key building blocks required to getting paid on time. And I'm going to summarise this as CTA. So I've nicked a marketing acronym, call to action, and I've used it in the context of getting paid on time. CTA in this context is culture, technology and action. Let me explain further what I mean by that CTA. Culture to me, is about the mindset and the attitude you've got to how you deal with money. Now, I meet many entrepreneurs, many businesses that are fantastic at what they do. They deliver good value. They deliver good services. They're very good at customer engagement. But when it comes to the subject of money, a different part of their brain kicks in and they find it very difficult to have those necessary and essential conversations about money. So we think about that legal dopamine rush that we get when we actually bring a customer on board, 
we're delivering goods and services to our customers and we're focusing on that part of the relationship. The culture and the attitude says that you've got to get to grips with the money side of things at the start of that process, not as the process begins. And you might be sitting there thinking, what do we mean by that exactly? So if you bring a new customer on board, it's absolutely critical that you get your terms and conditions established at the outset. So when you agree the work that's got to be delivered, when you decide on the goods that are going to be distributed to your customer, make sure your customer is well aware of your terms and conditions, i.e. how many days credit are you going to provide to them, when do you expect to get paid, and what are the consequences. Now, having said that, there's actually steps that you need to do before that phase. Giving a customer time to pay for the goods or services you're providing is a risk in your business. It may be a risk that you have to absorb, certainly if you're selling business to business, but it's a risk nevertheless. So we have to learn to manage that risk and we need to have the right attitude to it. So we need to do our due diligence on that potential customer. You as a business owner have to make an assessment on the risk that you're taking by delivering goods and services on credit to that client, to that customer. Now, we can assess the risk by doing what I call due diligence. What essentially you're doing here is making a judgment call based on whatever evidence you can collate on how much risk there is in you delivering goods and services to that customer. There are a number of ways that you can do this from referencing, credit checks. Come back to culture and attitude here and you have in your mind to separate the personality of the individuals that you may be dealing with and the business relationship, i.e. making sure that you get paid for whatever you're providing to that customer. A couple of tips to share here. If it's a brand new customer, then it may be that you offer limited credit facilities, either in terms of how long you will give that customer to pay their bills. It may be the level of credit that you provide to them. So instead of saying several thousand pounds, you might set the limit a very low level and then monitor and see how that relationship develops. If they're prompt in paying, if they pay on time, then you may decide to relax those rules slightly more. You may take a deposit off that customer. One key thing though, underpinning all of this, you absolutely got to make sure you get the agreement of what you're doing for the client, for the customer in writing. Now, I don't mean a massive 30,000 page legal document here, but you need a clear framework summarising the work that you're going to be doing for the customer, your terms and conditions, what happens if something goes wrong, but you need to have a regulated agreement. It never ceases to amaze me how many businesses out there, many of long-standing, do not have any formality in the relationships they have with their customers and clients. And relate formality is clarifying the scope of the work, but also clarifying terms and conditions about being paid. You may also wish, by the way, to insert personal guarantees. Certainly the risk is much greater when you deal with companies because if the company is unable to pay your bill and it suffers some financial distress, then you're largely going to be screwed. So having personal guarantees inserted in there may give you some extra level of protection. So make sure you've got the right culture and the right attitude to how you deal with that. Get the T's and C's in there. If your attitude to discussing money with customers, with your clients, is not quite there, 
if that level of comfort and ease isn't quite where you want it to be, then there's a couple of tips for you to take on board. Number one, get a separate email address, which you can label accounts at whatever the name of your business is, and any official correspondence, quote unquote, is issued by that email address. What that does, that separates in your own mind the you as delivering the work, you and your team doing the work for the customers and clients, delivering those products, selling in those services, and the more formality of an accounts team. You can use the one tip that I share with clients on a regular basis, is if you're finding conversations difficult, then always blame it on the accounting team. So this is accounting policies and rules that I've got to implement. But ultimately, you need to have the right culture. And for me, not getting paid on time is a massive kick in the teeth. Because for me, there are certainly always good reasons why people may delay paying their bills. But ultimately, you've done your part of the bargain. And for me, it's a sign of disrespect. It might sound dramatic, but that's my personal feelings towards it. So we talked about the culture, and that for me is a big plank of getting paid on time. The other couple of elements that I wish to discuss, the T part is technology. And technology helps us in a massive way in terms of managing what I call the credit control function. At the beginning of the podcast, I called it getting paid on time. Getting paid on time is just another way it was expressing what we call the credit control function. Credit control is all about managing the procedures and the systems and getting paid on time. And it goes from the start when you bring the customer on board to the final part when that customer actually pays you. Let's talk about the T, the technology part. How does technology help us in getting paid on time? Technology can be used to issue the quotes to the customers, outlining what we're offering, the services, the value of that transaction, our terms and conditions. That customer could agree that quotation and we can then convert and issue an invoice to our customer for that. Technology can also be used to send out reminders to customers when bills are due. You know, a lots of us, many of us might be late in paying our bills, not through deliberation, but because we forget about it. But technology plays its part in reminding customers what's due. It can issue statements. It's a massive help to us in our businesses, especially with our busy, frenetic lives. Technology is also used in terms of getting the payments from customers via electronic means through credit card facilities, bank facilities, Stripe, PayPal, to name but two. And we can link our systems to do that. So it's a relatively smooth process in the background. We can focus on doing what we do and we can, relatively speaking, automate those processes. This is all achieved by the powers of digital and cloud accounting. In my opinion, any business of even of a very modest size needs to plug in to the digital scene. Episodes 10 and 11 of the podcast, I Hate Numbers, there's some great insights there on digital accounting. If you don't want to invest in digital accounting, then you can use technology like Outlook, which gives you reminders in terms of when bills should be paid by your customers. Monitor it, keep an eye on it, but you need to make sure you keep a careful eye on those customers who owe you money. A connection here also with the culture and the attitude. So you do the work, you deliver the value, you invoice the customer, and part of the attitude is making sure that that invoice is generated and out the door the moment the work is completed. If not right at that moment, 
pretty much within 24 hours of it being done. Customers count the time they owe you the money, not from when you've done the work, but when that invoice comes into their inbox. So you need to have a really good, strong attitude and culture about work done, invoice out, keep an eye on what's owed to you, monitor it, and chase up. I want to come to my last point here. So we've talked about culture. We've talked about technology, the part it plays in getting paid on time. The last thing is action. And by action, I'm referring to what do you do if the client doesn't adhere to your terms and conditions? What do you do if the client doesn't pay you when they said they were going to pay you? What do you do if the client and customer doesn't actually pay you on time? Well, passivity for me is not an option. You can't do an ostrich, you can't hide under the duvet, you need to do something. And I'm not necessarily talking baseball bats, and I'm not necessarily talking concrete mixers here, but you need to deal with the issue immediately. So that could be either sending a reminder email initially, nicely worded in the context of, according to our record, your invoice doesn't seem to have been settled, we assume there's a glitch, can you make sure it's settled on time? It may be that you actually make a phone call to that individual immediately. And again, very nicely, there could be good reasons why the payment is delayed, but you need to deal with it if you're given 30 days. If it's 31, that's a day late. So you need to act on it. And typically, I would look at this built-in stages. So the first reminder is a nice, gentle reminder, as it should be. Now, if the client ignores you, comes up with a dog at my homework type excuse, then you need to consider the next stages here. The longer you leave it to chase up a customer, the longer you leave it, and again, remember, there could be perfectly good reasons why it's not done. You need to react to that situation here, and you can't just say, oh, I'll give it another few days. There could be good reasons. Otherwise, you should have said 35 days or 40 days. If you said 30, you need to reinforce that that is actually a term that you're sticking to. So follow it up. You can have a sequence of conversations with that client. The consequence of that conversation may be that you extend the credit terms more to that client. It may be that you agree a payment plan. It may be the client has just forgotten, for whatever reason, to settle that account and they pay you on time. But ultimately, you could have an action plan. Now, the nuclear option is if the relationship is breaking down, they say we're not going to pay you and a whole manner of uh, reasons are given for not paying you, then you need to decide what to do next. So to summarise, getting paid on time is a big deal. If you do not get paid on time, it has a negative knock-on effect to the survival of your business. Number two, CTA is the approach you need to getting paid on time. Culture, technology and action. If you want to dig deeper, Check out the www.proactiveresolutions.com site. Check out the news section, the resources section. And if you feel that you want some help with your CTA, then I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, folks, have a brilliant week and I look forward to your company on next week's show of I Hate Numbers. We hope you enjoyed this episode and appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show. We hope you got some value. If you did, then we'd love it if you shared the episode. We look forward to you joining us next week for another I Hate Numbers episode.